0: would love a feature with cardi like i mean i don't her her feature fee is probably like a million dollars but we can work that out
1: virtual reality hi i'm danny murphy
2: and i'm evan real
1: and oh even though it is winter summer is back and evan it seems like hot and messy which is like how i think all summers in the hampton should be
2: one hundred percent. And speaking of hot and messy, you got the hottest and kind of messiest girls on the cast in studio, Paige and Sierra. And they had some interesting takes to share and some interesting tea to spill, including that Carl and Lindsay aren't the only couple fighting this season. We've been kind of talking to Amanda and Kyle this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know about what with this first
1: episode of the season, they've had their tensions. Yeah. This seems like a different type of, Tense.
3: This feels very married.
1: Yeah, okay, it's, yes. It's, it's very married. Married couple, yeah. dealing with real issues mm-hmm. going on. Did that kind of, so like how did you both deal with that, like being like flies on the wall, but also trying to help out when you felt like it was right to?
3: You know, yeah. with, when it comes to Kyle and Amanda, I feel like I've known them for so long now. Of course, Amanda will always be my number one, but I have become <laughs> closer with Kyle, and I do Kyle. really appreciate my friendship with no, Kyle. But because I am so close to both of them, I'm really in the middle and have no skin in the game. So if Kyle says something to me, he knows I'm probably going to repeat it to Amanda. And if Amanda says something to me about the situation, I'm probably going to tell Kyle, this is the info I got. So there was really never, like, any animosity between the three of us. And I feel like I know them maybe the best in the house in terms of their relationship. So I feel like they felt comfortable saying certain things to me, but because there was no judgment, no bias. And there's no sides. I yeah. think like sometimes maybe Kyle might think that like,
0: we only listened to Amanda, but we, it was, we listened to Kyle yeah. a lot this summer. And I think that like, they both have valid points in their own and are, the goal is always to bring them together and not separate them more.
1: I'm also not gonna tell any of the other ladies that you said Paige and Ciara are the messiest and hottest because I think all of the Summer House girls equally hold those candles pretty well because yes exactly because amanda is bringing some mess with kyle because i was kind of like you we saw in the teaser of the trailer kyle crying Rina. no
2: i'm so mad
1: and everything like that but apparently crm page they told us that they had to tell kyle to kind of like light a fire under his ass and put the lover boy down and focus on his damn wife
2: well, do you know what's really funny, Danny, is when Kyle told you that Paige and Sierra made him cry, I was like, "Oh, Kyle. And then it was really interesting to see how kind of cold and stoic and to the point Paige and Sierra were about the situation. They were like, that dude cries all the time. It really wasn't that big of a deal. They they did not care.
1: Oh, the way they were really Ariana Grande, yes, and?
3: But what happened? You know, okay, stop. Kyle cries, though. We're no straight. First of all, the you're welcome cry. for making a man cry. I'm just doing the Lord's work.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, what about
1: Paige was like, I think Paige even said she wanted a medal.
2: Oh, yeah. She was like, for making a man cry, which honestly, like, props to her a medal, a trophy, a crown, whatever she needs, because I support that. Let's make all men cry, except for for us.
1: If Paige brought me to tears, I'd actually be excited.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Paige is the only one that I would like to force me into watershed. Yes.
1: Especially after I was like, in like, I maybe spent too long ogling the thirst trap Craig posted.
2: Okay, he looked hot, and I am so happy he posted that thirst trap. I felt like he posted it solely for me, but Paige's response was so hysterical. She was, first, she was like, is this a thirst trap? She was like, I just want to confirm that you think this is a thirst trap. If so, we're going to have to discuss this later. Apparently Paige is not about her man posting thirst traps. I, on the other hand, am very much about her man posting thirst traps. I'm thirsty.
1: Oh, they parched. Honey, it's a summer. And I wonder if maybe she's just like, I want to give him a little tips to how to do a little bit more like flex. I mean, he did not need any tips because
2: it looked amazing. But I don't know, maybe she wanted just like, we can work on something together. Well, and I think that Paige has also been sort of like leaning into her sexy vibe lately. She often chooses not to wear pants. Oh, and if I had her legs? Yeah. And do you know what? Maybe, maybe she just wanted to have a little chat with Craig because she wants to coach him through his pantsless era.
1: Uh, excited and scared excited and scared of that Uh (laughs) you know what I would I mean if you told Alexia Marisol that they would say I por favor and speaking of I por favor their podcast did you hear the title alone are we being scammed I think they called
2: it (laughs) Evans. I, yeah, I think yeah, I was like are we being scammed or likely a scam and basically it was just like an hour diatribe against Larsa Pippen accusing her of allegedly faking her split with Marcus Jordan for the sole purpose of generating headlines. They thought it was a PR ploy. They they don't think it's real. I'm starting to feel like
0: we've all been scammed. And I and my ma- mind is going a, mil- a million. Ooh, so Larsa's a scammer too. Are you repeating? I what? What? The, I the am beeries? feeling like this whole little scenario has been some sort scam. of a scam. Because here's one thing that I know: because I had a PR firm and I was a publicist. Jesus, I've dropped that a lot today. I have been a long time. I know about brass and paparazzi mm-hmm. very well, and yeah. I know where they hang out. And
2: I know they hang out all over the beach. How know. did they know that My we're husband. getting back together on Valentine's Day? And then Larsa, she wasted no time going on two teas
1: in a pod. We're trying to work things out. We spent some time apart and I feel like we both realized that we do want to work on our relationship. We do want to be together. And now we just have to do the work.
2: I think that when a breakup lasts less than 24 hours, maybe, maybe you don't call it a breakup. If I'm the Insta not-
1: story about your ex is still up while you're getting the ring, I don't know what we're going to call that.
2: Yeah, Well, she did say the ring that she wore with her white gown on her Valentine's Day date was from her Larsa Marie jewelry collection. So we love a housewife who peddles her own products. I'm thinking of possibly buying that. It's so funny because everyone was like, oh, my God, her diamond ring. But if it's Larsa Marie, it might be CZ, which is great because that's more in my price range. CZ
1: Top. Yeah. Which, I mean, gorgeous, loved it. But I do... And I mean, even Alexia would say everyone does a lot of good businesses. We're all very successful. But I died so much because, you know, we love Alexia. Where she was like, is not even that famous. What is she doing all this for? Clearly, this relationship isn't real. But I want her to be happy.
2: <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Our Taurus uh, queen, oh Alexia, so, she just really has a way with words. Oh, I...
1: All the Miami ladies have a way with words because Kiki gave us a little... More of a tease, not just about Larsa, but also about the reunion. Because you remember when Adriana said two people entered the reunion and left, came as friends, left as enemies. Kiki was like, nah, I thought they would not leave as friends. The reunion was a little chaotic, okay. a little. I was very chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a lot of like it's. It was like it was just crazy because the people you expect to be together were fighting. Like it's, it was crazy. Like okay. the reunion was crazy because Adriana te- people that you will expect to be on this couch, she's ended up here and then it was bad. Yes, because Adriana told us she gave all a sneak peek that two people that entered friends left not friends. Uh. <laughs> two people that I, I, I saw, well, I don't know how much Adriana knew, but whoever the two people she thought was entered friends mm-hmm. were not friends, I feel like I kind of know that. Oh. They were not friends. Oh, so, okay. So maybe or, or or something was brewing. Then I asked her after. I was like, "How are Lisa and Larsa doing right now?" And she said,
2: "I don't know." Oh, so Lisa and Larsa are possibly on the outs. Well, we definitely know that, especially after this podcast, Alexia and Larsa are absolutely not cool. It has since come out that it was Alexia and Larsa who had this big, massive backstage fight. Remember when Andy Cohen posted a story and there were like two women screaming in the background? Fans have put it together that it was Alexia and Larsa. And then last week we got info that Marcus Jordan allegedly had a blow up backstage and said some crazy things about the women. And then even Julia said as much on watch what happens live. And then when she was chatting with Dorinda Medley on uh, reality checks for Sirius XM. So I'm wondering if the Larsa versus Alexia had anything to do with Marcus's alleged blow up. Cause in the little teaser they gave at the end of the Miami, I don't think it's the entire trailer.
1: There was no Marcus. There was a lot of Larsa heat, and so I am very curious to see what is going to go on there. And I love you talking about how Julia spilled tea to Dorinda because I always get so invested what the ladies do when either they decide to pause or they go off pause because something Candace told you when you spent 24 hours with her gave me a little pause. I'm happy for whatever she wants to do, but it made me press pause on Drive Back to pause on my feelings because I love Candace. I love her on Potomac, but I also just love her
2: i know i know yeah so i was able to spend an entire day with candace dillard bassett from the real housewives of potomac when she came to la to perform the national anthem at a lakers game which was like such a cool experience a
1: lifetime experience wow
2: and it was like the weekend that they unveiled this kobe bryant statue so the energy was just like resonating from every corner of the crypto kelly Rowland was there uh, Kelly Rowland was there, which was so insane. Better she seats
1: sang- than the Today Show. Better seats than the Today Show, oh. I'll tell you that much.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, she had four side seats that she seemed to be very happy with. This happened before the Today Show, <laughs> debacle. But yeah, Candice performed the national anthem, and like there were a bunch of celebrities there, like uh Jay Shetty and Will Farrell and Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then uh Kelly Rowland was there. And Candace and I, we were we were sitting behind the 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 basketball hoop and we had no idea that kelly Rowland was in the house and thank god that candace didn't know that kelly Rowland was in the house during the performance because once she found out she like absolutely lost it because like she is a she's a beyonce girl she's a destiny's child girl like kelly Rowland, she grew up idolizing her so that was a really big deal for her but like you mentioned earlier a really big deal for me and i know now for you so candace we started the day sipping some tea it's a throat coat tea that she drinks two cups of on every performance day. But while we were drinking tea, she spilled a little bit of tea that she has a plan to one day leave the Real Housewives of Potomac to pursue music full time. It's not coming just yet. She says for now, she's happy on the platform. Okay, Okay, good. Do you feel like you would ever seriously outgrow reality TV and leave it altogether? Is there like a strategy in place?
0: There's, I mean, in life, if you don't always have a plan,
2: what are you doing? So you've got a plan. Uh,
0: there, there is definitely a plan. Um, I'm, I'm so, so, so grateful for the platform that I've been given with Bravo. They have supported me immensely with my music career, with my acting career, with just my, my love for, you know, wanting to express myself as an artist. Um, they've really giving me the space to talk through and talk about my love for, for that industry. Um, but I mean, all good things have to come to an end. And you, shout out to Candy Burris, who um, is kind of a hero for me. She's always been a hero for me, but I just, I love that she's made this clean, beautiful, peaceful exit or break as she put it. Um, because she's just so wrapped up in all of these successful endeavors and including music, including theater, entrepreneur, everything she's doing, she's like insane in the the greatest way
2: so i I would love to you
0: know someday take a page out of her book.
2: But don't be surprised if she pulls a Cardi B and leaves to go get her Grammy. So I was like, I was devastated because obviously we love her on the show, but also happy for her that she is pursuing her passion. But uh, you, you know why I look- feel
1: we got a few more years left of Candace on Bravo?
2: Why? Because she loves,
1: because she loves singing, but she also loves giving her thoughts unfiltered about her castmates from their various endeavors. Cause you talked to her not only about Ashley's music career, but her new uh, foray into fashion?
2: Yeah. So, you know, we were, <laughs> this was after, uh, Candace helped, uh, let me help her pick out an outfit for her national performance. Uh, A high honor. And, uh, yeah, that was the, the ultimate honor. And, uh, then we sat down to lunch and i was like you know speaking of fashion i just want to get your thoughts on giselle and ashley's new athleisure line gna because you were present for the presentation so what do you think and she had some um you know typical candace shade to throw their way how would you describe the gna line very very
0: creative in what way Imaginatively creative, just and and courageous, very brave.
2: Mm-hmm. And Candace also threw me for a loop when she basically called out Beyonce one of her idols for secretly taking style inspiration from her Potomac castmate Karen Huger, which obviously I don't know. Like Candace certainly thought that Karen uh, was the source of inspiration for. Beyonce's Grammys look with the the hat and the. jacket. This ain't Texas.
1: This is Potomac. Okay. Yeah,
2: exactly. I mean, I immediately thought of Karen. I don't, do you think that
1: Beyonce's situation? Did was you see? Name? I love. Did you see all the memes, where it was Kyle Richards and no, it was Casey Musgraves and Beyonce, and they were like, "Oh my God, the Grand Dom met Kyle Richards."
2: <laughs> I did see that. That was that was amazing. Do you know what was really interesting? Though, was that was like Candace, She said that she she had this theory about when Beyonce most likely started watching Real Housewives of Potomac. We did acknowledge that she uses Kenya Moore twirl vernacular in formation. So she was probably tapped into Housewives via Kenya, but Candace seems to think that when Ashley called Karen Huger like a low budget Tina Knowles or like a broke Tina Knowles, that that somehow got Tina's Ah and therefore got Beyonce's
1: that I feel I could see that happening because I could see Tina Knowles being like Beyonce you have to come look at this like because I know you're an Atlanta fan check out what's happening over here near DC that has to be such a rush for the Bravo ladies and gents That like there could you don't know when and how and where Beyonce could be watching you
2: and I love the thought of that I hope that Beyonce is watching this episode of virtual reality right now.
1: I would have combed my hair better if she was fun. <laughs>